Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is, what are some of the economic indicators that might be influencing our investing? Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So what are some of the economic indicators that are out there and about? Um, I had a bit of discussion on some of the Facebook chat groups today or individual posts that I made in regards to some of the data that's out there saying that some of the information is general and not really specific to a certain area or a suburb or what is actually happening out there in the marketplace on the ground. So I thought I'd bring a little bit of a difference in terms of some of those um, different areas of the economic data or information that's coming in from different areas. So you get a sense of you know what is probably happening or what is some of the information that you're getting individually from other people that are around you, whether it be friends, family members, colleagues, or other people that are having chats in cafes, restaurants, or wherever they might be. You might be sitting down at the pub on a Friday night watching the footy and in between the ad breaks or the half time, people are talking about maybe some of the financial struggles or the financial gains that they're having. So I'm just some of the information that's surrounding me at the moment. And you've always got to test it out, whether it's a fact of because I'm talking about declines in Sydney and Melbourne, maybe some of the information is coming towards that people agree on. So I've also got to put that in the back of my mind when I'm talking about this information. Like I say, there have been declines in 2018 of Sydney and Melbourne. We see further declines through, through the start of this year as well. And we've just got to be mindful of the, the idea about there is always opportunities out there in the marketplace for investors to buy. So it is important for us to understand that. Yes, I might be negative on the data, but I am positive on the opportunities. And I guess that's where it gets misconstrued sometimes because people are thinking that I'm thinking doom and gloom all the time, but I actually see uh, the potential for... The, that you can invest in so many opportunities that are out there in the marketplace right now. So that's my introduction into thinking about what what is going on in, in, in economic indicators and how that might actually influence some of your investing. But I want to get in, into a couple of key points. Firstly, when I think about um, economic indicators, I always think about what's going on on the ground because data can be put around in different perspectives and can be shown to do one, uh, one thing in one way, but someone else with the same data and information might portray it in a different way. So on the ground is super important. So something that's really come up of late is people actually struggling to pay for their car pink slips or registrations um, because their cars need to be repaired. Uh, there was a, um, a friend of mine that is, has come through and actually advised me on this on a mechanic that runs in a location um, close to the airport in, in Sydney. And they are saying that there's more and more people coming through that haven't registered their cars and do need to register their cars and they won't, they can't afford it because of the repairs on that particular car. So that's a kind of a, a leading indicator for me. And I, I guess you want to get an idea from different mechanics, um, uh, different auto repair shops around the, the, you know, the Sydney area to see if that's the same standpoint for, for those um, mechanics to say that that sort of thing's happening day in, day out. Now, there was actually three 
different incidents just today that were reported on from a friend of mine that that same situation happened to three different people. So it was a case that maybe there's a blitz out on police looking for unregistered cars, but um, it's a case that I guess there's more cameras out there. Police can detect some of these things by reading license plates and they can get a sense of who is registered and not. So maybe there's an indication that it's easier for them to detect that someone is not registered for their vehicle. So they are, they might be out on a blitz, I guess, over the course of the the uh, Easter weekend where there's double demerit points in Sydney, there's more police out on the road checking some of these things. There might be a situation where that might be escalated in that area. But it is interesting to see that people that have these vehicles that can't pay for the registration because of the, the repairs and maintenance issues on that particular car. So that is a concern, I, especially I guess for those individuals that can't afford to make those payments. And you wonder if that's gone out to the wider community and that's happening um, widespread around Sydney or around Melbourne or other areas of the country. And I talk about Sydney and Melbourne because of some of the declines that are happening in both those property markets at the moment. My second point is around luxury car sales being down or declining. Um, there is a case in point over the, 11, the last 11 consecutive months if you relate it back to the previous, that same month to the previous 12 months earlier, there's been a decline in the number of car sales for each and every month in the last 11 months. So if you relate it back, because obviously uh, in certain patterns that happen in car sales, a lot of people actually, there's a lot of car sales prior to the end of the financial year. So sort of your May, June period might escalate some of those car sales because people are looking to make tax deductions. So um, maybe not so much on the luxury cars, but some of the other cars that are well-priced or under that you know, threshold where you can make deductions for a small business. So that might be an area that, that um, people look at as a tax deduction for their business and that might escalate the car sales. So you need to relate it back to the previous 12-month uh, data for that same month. So you've got to relate May 2019 back to May 2018. And Basically, what we're seeing is month on month for the last 11 months, car sales have been down, especially the, the area that's been hurt the most are probably the luxury car sales. And that is quite evidence in some of the information that is coming out. When there's uh, less spending out in, in the marketplace, we're seeing that you know things are going to decline, especially what's been reported in the past that some of those higher priced properties in Sydney are probably struggling a little bit more than some of the more the affordable areas. So that's something to relate back to, you know, what can some of these indicators actually suggest to us in terms of what's going to happen with the property market. Some of these indicators or some of the information that come out there might change the way that people spend their money moving forward. The third point I'd like to make is some information that came out today about the consumer price index or our inflation figures. They're actually for the quarter of which included um, January, February, and March of uh, 2019. So that's our first quarter of the year. They actually were at zero. So there was no case in point for prices of products, services, um, the list that they come up with to determine if there's an increase in, um, in, in terms of the value of certain products and services that we do consume um, ourselves. So 
So as a consumer price index, the inflation, the, the rise in, in cost to do, for buying, purchasing these products or services has stayed uh, flat. So we haven't had an increase. And I guess the way that inflation works, they like to see a target of inflation of between probably that 2 or 3% in any given year. And with our inflation being at um, zero for this quarter, that sort of puts it us in the back in the back burner of potentially reaching that by you know throughout the course of 2019. So that is what some have suggested, and I've read an article today saying that it was an epic miss has been what's been reported in some of the property uh, pages. Um, actually, Pete who uh, Pete Wargent, who I've interviewed previously on Facebook, talked about it being an epic miss. Uh, and that's you know someone who's close to the information and the data when it comes to property investing uh, and you know reads and researches a lot of property data and economic data and is is concerned you know I guess from those comments there that that inflation is at zero for this quarter so it'll be interesting to see where that goes into next quarter going into the end of financial year um, and obviously whether the election is going to have a, a part to play on some of that spending and i guess leading up to an election a lot of people do inherently just sit on their hands and do very little so maybe some of those car sales um, are going to be done post election or just before the end of financial year depending on which particular party gets into government uh, federally in, in Australia. So it's important factors to think about when it comes to investing. Hopefully that helps you get an idea about economic indicators. The whole idea behind this is to really look out there, look at what people are saying and doing. Um, not only saying, but what are they doing? Are they actually spending money? Are they doing that renovation on their house? Are they putting it back for later? Are they deciding not to buy a brand new car and holding their existing one at the moment because they're kind of worried about what's going to happen in the economy? Are they sitting back because of the, what's happening in the election? Are they fearful of what might might happen? Do you need to wait to test the waters economically and investing-wise after the election to see what other people are going to do? Or do you step on the gas now prior to people making movements? So we've got to be savvy as investors and we want to be the leading indicators for what's happening in the marketplace and maybe tap into some of those underlining or forgotten about leading indicators like i said about that on, on the ground truth information you know some of the luxury car sales that are, could affect our spending habits in terms of property and property investing um, i'm going to talk about home buying in terms of property and then our, our property investing and you know what is actually happening consumer wise in terms of inflation figures as well so hopefully that gives you an idea of what you know where sifting through some of the information and on the ground truth and if you'd like to talk about this particular topic or your own personal circumstances please do give me a call on 0400-332-377 thanks for tuning in the podcast you just heard was made using anchor ever thought about making your own podcast anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started it's a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing podcasts best of all it's a hundred percent free Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.